Conquer your green with SoFi, a bank that helps women grow their money with an all-in-one app where you can bank, borrow, and invest. Earn a highly competitive APY, get a personal loan, or even trade stocks and ETFs. SoFi, get your money right. Banking products and loans offered by SoFi Bank, N.A., NMLS 696891. Brokerage and active investing products offered through SoFi Securities, LLC. Member FINRA slash SIPC. What's up, guys? It's Michelle. And Hallie. This is Golf Mostly. This is actually our first couples therapy one, Michelle. We're having a couple on today. Oh, I, I feel like a therapist almost. I know. You know? Let me get my notepad. <laughs> I'll have them lay down on the couch. Tell us your problems. Tell us your problems. I don't think they're going to have any problems. I don't think so. They're like the cutest couple. Family. I mean, Finau Fresh. Come on. Finau Fresh. I know. I'm, would, do you think Johnny would approve if you made a West family account? <laughs> What would you be? The wonderful West, the the, the wild, wild, the wild, West. wild West family. Yeah, That's that would be great. that would be more like it with you know Daisy. Yeah, star of the wildness. Yeah, I mean you guys, you really do have excellent characters for your content. So we'll work on that. We'll work on that. <laughs> thank um, you. Thank but you. how are you? Good to see you. I know. Good to see you. You've been traveling a lot. I have been traveling a lot. I have. I'm very happy that we get to sit here in sweatpants and no makeup and just yeah chill. It's been. And I've been also having really bad luck with traveling as well. Maybe it's because you don't have TSA pre-check. Okay. All right. I'm getting it. You know what though? I was in an airport yesterday and I do have clear. And the clear man was like, you have clear? I was like, yes. He's like, do you have pre-check? And I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay, I'll get it. I just need to make an appointment and go to the airport. And I re- I'm sure it's going to save me a lot of You can just do issues. it at the airport. If you have like, you know, some extra time at the airport, just okay. get it done. Okay. So I have to make an appointment though. No, you just walk in as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe I'll put that on my, yeah, on my to-do list. Yeah, I think will start turning. I hope so because I've slept in like two airports in the last couple of weeks. Oh, no. And I'm like, what? I'm really becoming good at it though. I have like this nice little fetal position that... Um, Protects your bag. Yeah. And you honestly, you can't be... Everyone's in the same boat when you're sleeping in an airport. Like you can't... It's not weird that you're laying on the floor because everyone's laying on the floor. No. There are no societal rules in airport. No. Want to have a beer at 8 a.m.? Have a beer at 8 a.m. Exactly. Exactly. And you can lay on the floor. I have some people do, I haven't gotten this far, um, but like doing workouts, like like lunges <laughs> down the terminal. I'm surprised you haven't. I, this is coming from someone that used to, my team, golf college teammates used to be like, can you stop? Because I would do like karaoke down the range and like jump squats to warm up. And I like, think this would be great video content. You know, an airport workout. What to do? An airport. Yeah. yeah. We, okay, let's do that. Next yeah, time we're traveling it. together. Yeah. But yeah, it's been fun, obviously. You know, it's, it's great to travel a lot, but definitely been a little bit of a grind and it's nice to be, to be home for a few days. But I can't even imagine, I mean, you're not playing so much anymore, so you're here to be with your family and take care of your daughter, but I can't imagine how much stress and just, ugh, I don't even know what my question is right now. I'm just how much, how stressful it would be to travel as much as you used to travel. Oh my gosh. I mean, when I was on the road, I, we would play like three weeks out of the month. And I remember like the Asia stretch, I would pack a bag. I mean, I did six weeks in Asia and then West Coast string came along I and mean, I used to live in Florida. I used to pack my bags for eight weeks. Mm. I, I mean, that was just me solo. I had like three bags 
And now, you know, traveling with our daughter, she gets a whole suitcase. Mm. You have to bring a car seat. You have to bring an inflatable bed. You have to bring, you know, this and that. And it's just like, becomes like three extra bags for her. So I can't even imagine traveling with five kids, like the females do. I know. Like how many bags they travel with. Well, hold on quickly. Going back to your eight-week trip, though, just curious. How many pairs of underwear and like how many pairs of socks, how many shirts... Oh, I would bring like 50,000 pairs of underwear. 50,000 pairs? Like, how, you don't wash it? I do, but I you just have to be prepared. I also hate using hotel laundry. Okay. So fortunately, there was always a Hawaii stretch and I always get to go back home to Hawaii. Mm. And I would just do all my laundry there. So I would bring enough underwear that would last me like three weeks. It's a lot of underwear. It's, it's 21 pairs of underwear. No, but like I timed that by two. Oh, because it's just in you case. You never know. You never know. You got to be prepared. You never know when you would need an extra Well, <laughs> times it by two might be aggressive. I don't think you're going to have a, a, an emergency every day. But I don't ever want to find out <laughs> if I ever did. Damn it. Again. Again. <laughs> and again. I never want to find that out. So, um, you know, I just have to say, I don't want, I don't ever want to use a hotel laundry. I don't know why. Okay. I don't know. It's just a weird thing that I have. Well, I have had the, I was going to say the pleasure, but it's the opposite <laughs> of pleasure. I haven't had a laundry machine in my place of living for like quite a few years. Maybe when I went home and lived with my parents during COVID. But in New York, I would have to, I'd have literally, you know, like the visual of Santa Claus with oh a sack. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> Because I travel so much and I also just procrastinate on doing laundry. I would oh have no. this massive like Santa sack of laundry that oh I'd no. have to bring down four flights of stairs and just like drag it across oh the no. New York City streets to Did the you, laundromat. That, oh, I can't even imagine. I knew the day that I made it was when we moved into our new house. And when we lived in San Francisco, we lived in a, a three-story house and the laundry was on the first floor and our bedrooms were on the third floor. Oh, no. And I was like, I remember like doing this while I was pregnant, like postpartum, and I was like literally like, I cannot wait to move out of this house. <laughs> and I know I made it because now the laundry room is right next to our bedroom and I have this like little rolling cart that has like wow. little nice like three dividers in Lux. it. So I like, you know, <laughs> divide my towels and the dark clothes and delicates. And it's just nice. I just like roll it in there and I roll it into the laundry room. It's just such a luxury that I never knew I needed. I love that. I know. I'm I'm excited about getting a, a laundry uh, machine in my next apartment. It's gonna. I'm going to have to, you have to send me the link for that cart. Do you have discount code? I know, but it's on Amazon Prime. Is it on your Amazon? Um, yeah, it is. Your list of Amazon things? Yeah. Okay, so you can get a little kickback maybe. Do I get a kickback? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Probably not. Jeff Bezos well, gets we'll a kickback. Try to, well, we'll contact Jeff. Jeff. Jeff, listen. Jeff. Michelle has been really pushing your laundry cart hard. Hard. <laughs> it's a life, lifesaver. Yeah, but I mean, we're talking about how nice it is not to have to do laundry in a hotel, but imagine traveling with five children like the Finos. I mean, I can't even imagine. I, I can't even. I mean, because also think about it. Like, you know, where we're talking as a joke that we might have accidents and might need more pairs of clothing and underwear. <gasps> but these are kids that we're talking about. Oh, yeah. I mean, accidents are on a daily basis. So you're multiplying things that you need for a day, like times three, times four. Times five. Times five. If you're a female. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a lot, a lot to think about. And I mean, I forget things even for myself. So like spanks all the like time. Spanks, man. You cannot. There are two things Hallie Ledbetter cannot remember to bring: her ID and her spanks. You know, I forgot to tell you when we were at Nike Just Do It Day. 
I lost my wallet, but we found it and I didn't tell you. <laughs> I saw that sneaky exchange oh, when no. your Nike guy came. He's like, here's your wallet. And you're, you're very sly about it. Very calm I literally about look at it. him and I go, don't say anything. Don't say anything too loud. I don't want Michelle to see. I was like, um, we're just going to let it pass. We're just going to let it pass. Man, I thought I got away with it. I remember we were on the road and you're like, I need to go to a Nordstrom. <laughs> I didn't bring my spang. No, that was for your wedding. Was that for my wedding? Yes. Oh. It was for your wedding. You forgot to bring spanks for my wedding? Yes. But I don't think I owned any, but I had heard of the of the spanks and how good they were. And I was like, yeah, these some spanks to hold me oh in. God, stop. We um, look amazing. At my oh, wedding. it was and as did you, as it was your wedding. So <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Johnny looked, eh. I'm just kidding, Johnny. <laughs> you looked really great. Um, um, but let's talk about our significant others for a second. Yeah. And traveling. Yes. Do you, when you go traveling, um, when you go traveling. When I go traveling. <laughs> when one goes traveling. When one goes traveling. <laughs> do, you, um, do you let Billy come along? Does Billy come along? Also? Billy comes along. Yeah. Because I, I will go to, my boyfriend works in the music industry. So I'll go with him to concerts and stuff. And then he'll come with me to golf tournaments shoots and that kind of thing so yeah it's it's really nice we we haven't done it too much but we've only, you know we've been dating i guess for almost a year and a half but yeah it's it's really nice to have someone there i'm like hey can you hold this <laughs> then i don't lose things you know because i'm like then he loses it and then it's not my fault i'm like that's not i can't believe you lost i can't believe my you lost my wallet billy <laughs> he's actually pretty good at remembering things so that's we balance each other out in that way but um is it nice to have to have johnny on the road when you're with when you're it's driving? really nice when he first came out and i mean he's only come to a couple of tournaments with basketball season and golf season it hasn't really worked out a lot it's always so nice when he's out there because he's just like for me he's like the most calming effect on me a lot of times i have a lot of anxiety and like i'm just like all over the place but like even when i just look at him i just like feel calm and on a golf course it like really helps when i was first coming back like and especially going through like the injury stuff i just had like frantic moments out there and i just like see him he'd just be like calm down actually you want to say calm down he'd just be like relax <laughs> <laughs> favorite word to use on me relax, <laughs> relax. It's funny that it worked because it doesn't work on most women if their significant other tells them to relax. I'm relaxed. Exactly. <laughs> Has it ever backfired? Or do most times you're like, always yeah, backfired. you're right, you're yeah. right. No, but now it's to the point where it's like kind of funny now. And he like, he just said it like, it's relax, relax. You know? <laughs> At first I'm like, what do you mean relax? <laughs> you relax. <laughs> oh, Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. Well, cool. I'm really, really excited to talk to the females today. Everybody's talked to Tony. He's such a wonderful interview, but not many people have gotten to talk to his significant other, Elena. So I'm really excited to hear a little bit more about their story and what's it like to travel with this incredible female fresh circus that they've got going on. I mean circus in the most endearing way because it looks like they have a ton, a ton of fun. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Love Tony. I've known him for a really long time and just love getting to know Elena. Always love seeing people from Hawaii and connecting back with them. Oh, I forget that she's from Hawaii. Yeah, North Shore. Literally opposite sides of the island for me, but same island. Yeah. I love that. Um, but before we talk to the Finaus, I just want to take a second to thank our presenting sponsor, LA Golf. Woo! Woo! We become woo girls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I get asked almost every day, what is LA Golf? 
Well, short answer is they partner with the best players to make the most technologically advanced shafts and putters ever made. But first, let's start with the fact that LA Golf truly partners with players. DJ, Bryson, and I all invested and even joined the board. LA Golf is the only American-made shafts and high proprietary design structure and anti-vibration material to make them stiffer without being heavier and still feel buttery soft. Let's be real. We all know I have struggled with injuries my whole life. The shafts not only improve my ball flight, but allow me to swing without pain, which is a win-win. One club fitter said that the driver shafts are adding 12 to 14 yards of carry on average nationwide. Then this year, LA Golf launched the first ever carbon putter with a 50% larger sweet spot, the stiffest shaft in the industry, and descending loft face technology that allows your ball to roll more quickly off the face instead of skipping and skidding. And the first time I ever tried the putter, my mind was blown. It cut the break in half because of how true it rolled and the putting felt so much easier. Go to LAGolf.co and feel for yourself. All right. The Finaus, welcome to Golf Mostly. Thank you guys so much for joining us. You are our first couple. We're doing some couples therapy, as we call that sarcastic title. Thank you guys so much for for joining us. This is awesome. I like it. Thank you. Thank you guys for having Thank you us. Guys. I like the golf clap, Michelle. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank like you much. Three finger golf clap. <laughs> okay. First off, let's just get the most generic question out of the way. How did you guys meet? So we met. Tony was here in Utah. And my sister lived here in Utah, so I came to visit her for Christmas, and we met at a New Year's party. She played Division One volleyball in San Francisco, and she came down to visit her sister, and yeah, she definitely caught my eye. She was a hottie, no question, so I kind of finagled my way into meeting her, and, and that was, yeah, that's how we met. So New Year's Eve night, Tony, you shot your shot? I just felt it out, you know, I, I knew she was a girl that I, I'd never seen before, and um, yeah, I thought she was, I thought she was hot as can be, so... I, uh, I talked to her just for a couple minutes and yeah. And then that was it really, you know, we didn't have like a long conversation. We didn't dance or anything, but I did talk to her for a couple minutes just to kind of get a sense. The crazy part about that, we actually, the very next day we, we had like a ball, we played volleyball. We opened a gym here in Utah and I went to play volleyball with my sisters and lo and behold, she came walking in. And it, so it was kind of like a weird thing. And she's an amazing volleyball player. So we got, we, yeah, I guess, I guess kind of fate drills together two nights in a row. Oh my gosh. Okay. So you didn't ask for her number the first night that you saw her. You're just like kind of trying to play it cool. No. Yeah, exactly. I was trying to just play it cool. And I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to act that thirsty that fast. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did you use a pickup line? She thinks I did it on accident, but I thought, I thought she was my sister from the back. So I actually grabbed her at the dance and I kind of shook her and, and <laughs> but it was scared me. I scared her and I was like, ah, you know, and she turned around and it was and it was her. So I'm going to go ahead and confess. I know that wasn't my sister. I was just trying to finagle my way, <laughs> finagle my way, finagle my way in. And um, and so we had our first conversation there. So there you have it. You're not my sister, but what's up? <laughs> so it's crazy. I ended up going home like with it, like by January 3rd, I was home. And then my dad, he's like a huge golf fan. He was just like, hey, do you want to go check out the Sony Open? But I've never like watched golf or anything. So I'm like, yeah, sure. And Tony was playing. Yeah, our story is pretty crazy. You know, like I went down into the Monday qualifier. And Michelle knows Turtle Bay. And Turtle Bay is on the on the North Shore in Oahu. And Elena is from Laia, which is on the North Shore. I go down to play the Monday qualifier. And 
I end up Monday qualifying into the Sony Open. This is in 2011, in the beginning of 2011. After I Monday qualified, I got invited to my cousin's house to go eat at a barbecue. And, and I show up and she's there um, again. And again, this is less than a week later that I had seen her twice, two days in a row, kind of uh, at the beginning of the year after the New Year's party. So we kind of just kept running into each other. And I, I was so surprised. I, at that point, I didn't know she was actually from Hawaii. So seeing her there was like the craziest thing. And we just kind of collided. And she ended up, uh, again, coming to watch me at the Sony Open. And so I don't know if you guys watched that TikTok uh, yeah, that she made I watched it. Uh, yeah. a little bit ago. So if, for her, it was love at first 350-yard drive. <laughs> <laughs> when we were uh, doing some research, because I do want to ask you about the Fina Fresh account. It's my favorite follow on social media. Highly recommend the entire Fina family. It's just spectacular oh, but the, the yeah we're like are you looking for a wife a what a what it's so good okay okay so now this is like three times in a span of a week literally do yeah. you at this point did you give her her number yet or still no number i finally got her number after the tournament yeah oh. i finally got it after the tournament yeah i finally had the kahunas to ask her for her number and <laughs> uh, we, took, we, we took a picture together after the tournament and then, uh, and then that was it. She went back to college and uh, we kind of remained like text buddies for a little while. And then, uh, yeah, it turned into something a little more serious. I think we both had a hunch that it was going to be something more serious as again, it was almost like fate. We kept running into each other and both physically attracted to each other. I think she can say the same, hopefully. <laughs> and Elena, I got to ask a question because Hallie and I have talked about this before about putting names and contacts in phones. When Tony gave you his number at first, did you actually write Tony Finau in your phone or did you like give a nickname or just like leave it blank? Like the golfer. Golfer. Yeah, I want to know actually. No, it, yeah, it was just it was just Tony. Well, actually he didn't add, I was actually dating someone. So we were oh, kind of- Oh, yeah, Tony. This, this can go as deep. I mean, we can have a, literally the podcast can be just about our relationship. <laughs> I didn't want to have to go like that far into detail, but I guess she's going to go there. <laughs> yeah, yes, I mean, please so, go there. I just put Tony just because I'm like, okay, he's just my friend. So that's why we just started off. Okay. He doesn't deserve okay. a last okay. name yeah, yet. Yeah, he doesn't deserve a last name yet. Because we are very methodical on how we put names in our phones. And we we're having this conversation. It was me and one of my, my husband's girlfriends. And we we're talking about this. And my husband was like, wait, what? You have nicknames for people? I was like, don't worry. You never had a nickname. This is how I knew we were serious. Because it was always <laughs> Johnny West from the very beginning of my phone. But before, <laughs> you know, it'd be like the doctor or, I don't know, like <laughs> some, someone or San Francisco. It'd be like that. You San know? Francisco. Uh, it's more personal and uh you know it becomes a lot better when you start adding that title right yeah (laughs) wait so you were dating someone and okay you put him in your phone as tony and then at what point were you like all right see a other person i'm going with this guy well it was pretty crazy in our religion he was on a mission so he's on a two-year mission so i don't really get to communicate with him but it was weird because the time i met tony my friends were already telling me like you should date around kind of live your life and I just so happened to meet Tony. So I was kind of like swaying away from a relationship. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I met Tony. And then we started talking. And then, yeah, I kind of just told my boyfriend at the time that I was just going to take a break. Right. <laughs> and by break, I mean Tony. <laughs> and now fast forward, we have five kids. <laughs> and we talked about this a couple of days ago. You guys want more kids? <laughs> <laughs> Awkward, awkward silence. I don't think either one of our one of us are opposed to it. Well, 
after four, I I told her, I think I think we're done. You know, after four is a lot. We had four within five years. So our first four kids are all close in age and we were drowning. It was like it was like we were drowning with two kids in our hands and three, you know, two more kids were thrown at us. Um, so just drowning to stay afloat. But I, our fifth number five, uh, Sienna V, she's kind of been a huge blessing for us. We feel like she's just been like this ball of light and fire and our kids love her and all that. So she's kind of brought back some weird baby vibes for, for both of us. So I don't think six is out of the question, but um, you know, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. play by ear. Yeah. yeah. It depends on the day. The more kids, the more female fresh content. So I'm yeah. here for it. <laughs> But logistically, how does that work, um, Tony, with you guys traveling to tournaments? Does everybody go? Is it like select events? Does some go? It's been different. We kind of just adapt as the years have gone on. You know, early in my career, we didn't have a, a solid like financial foundation yet. You know, I had just got on tour, so they couldn't travel really the first year, first couple years. It'd be very sporadic here and there. But as the years have gone on and I've kind of found my footing in the game and on the tour and have been more financially set, then it's allowed us to travel together more. And then this last year, we actually, starting in January, we took the kids out of school, we homeschooled them, and they traveled with me all year. So a lot of that female press content came just because we were always together <laughs> on the road all year, and it was great. So they travel with me quite a bit now, and um, it used to be about seven or eight events, and then this year it ended up being about you know, 14, 15 events in a row. We traveled together, and, and we had a blast together. It's so hard to even travel with one kid. I can't even imagine five kids traveling. <laughs> so on a four-week trip, let's say you're going on a four-week stretch, how many bags do you guys bring? We have like about 15 bags. Yeah. Oh my 15, gosh. 15 bags. Yeah. I know. It's it's crazy. Well, yeah, we have about 15, 16 <laughs> bags. And I would say I think six bags belong to the to the baby. <laughs> wow. Yeah. The baby. The, the baby is guys, not a light packer. And you guys travel with like a packable crib. Car seat. Who's still who's yeah. still in a car seat? Only one's still in a car seat, right? Or yeah, only one's still in a car seat. Oh my! Wow. Have you ever gotten on a plane and they're like, no, <laughs> no, just just no. They probably fly like seventy percent private, which is nice. <laughs> but a lot of the private flights, like they can't allow that many bags, so we'll have to stuff them in like the seats with us, and you know, kind of fly that way. But it is quite funny when we show up to like a commercial flight and we literally unload at the back of our car. And, we usually have a friend follow us because we have, you know, a, a car of us and bags and then another car of bags. <laughs> and we start unloading. And these people are looking at us like, what in the world are they going? Are they moving from the U.S. or? Yeah. <laughs> They're moving. <laughs> That's incredible, though. That must be so fun to to be able to travel with your family and experience you know, the PG tour life with them, Tony, and are your kids into golf? Like I want to get into, into them actually playing here in a little bit, but what about their interest in in like your career? Are they out there? If they're with you on the road, are they out there watching you? Our oldest son, Drace is my biggest fan, my biggest critic. He loves, he's absolutely loved the game really since he was young. And so he follows it religiously. He'll be out there watching every day that, that we're out on the road, he'll watch tournament days. So he absolutely loves it. My daughter, she's nine, will only come out maybe like once a week, but she's starting to understand more about the game and follow it. And then the other three are just like so oblivious. I mean, you could, they couldn't tell you the difference between a par, a bogey. I mean, they just know daddy golfs and then he comes back and we get to hang out. So it's (laughs) quite, it's quite something, you know, the different levels kind of that all my kids are at when it comes to golf. But it is cool though. My oldest, our oldest, Drace, he not only plays a lot, but 
he knows so much about the game just from following my career. And, and then he loves, yeah, he loves to watch me play. What's the funniest criticism that you've received about your golf game from your from your kids? I, I lost in a playoff at the TPC Phoenix at the Waste Management in 2020. And I had like a four-footer for birdie on 15. I was leading the tournament. If I make this putt, I have a three-shot lead with three to play. I end up missing the putt, making par, and I end up losing in a playoff to Webb Simpson. So, of course, my son was there, bawling his eyes out, just, you know, devastated. The first time I go back there was months later. We're playing practice round because we uh, have a home in Scottsdale. So, sometimes I go play that golf course. We get on that hole, and I hit a good second shot, and I end up chipping in for eagle. And my son looks at me, doesn't even clap or anything, looks at me, and he says, Dad, if you would have done this during the waste management, you would have won. <laughs> Didn't you? It's not even laughing. He's just still. My son savage. is savage. Like, there's no question. He's my biggest critic. Like, four foot missed putt. You know, it's like I can shoot 65. And all he'll be talking about is, I can't believe on 16 you missed that four footer, right? <laughs> so he's definitely my biggest critic. He gives me my respect when it's due. And I love it that way. You know, he's he, he's a huge fan, but. He also critiques me in every little way as well. I love that. Michelle and I have talked about this quite a bit. I think we were talking about this with, with Jeannie in, in our first episode. When it comes to pushing your kids, obviously uh, your son is a really big golfer and, and you know what it takes to be a great golfer. And Michelle's a new mom and maybe her daughter wants to play golf or some sport. What is your, and for you too, Lena, like your parenting philosophy when it comes to your kid maybe has an interest in pursuing a, a sport professionally like do you just do you kind of push them Tony like like was your dad like with you on the range all the time or is it like hey we're gonna be here for you but you're gonna go by yourself and we'll, we'll see you when you get home yeah luckily for me I had I had a dad and um, I know what it's like to have a parent as your coach and try to be your dad so at least I'm learning from now I'm on the dad side instead of the, the the kid's side. So I feel like a lot of the things that my dad did that I didn't like, I try to incorporate that as a parent to make sure my kid continues to enjoy it. So the biggest thing for me was that I want him to enjoy it first. I wanted him to love the game. I didn't want him. I didn't want to push him <clears throat> towards the game. And I haven't to any of my kids because I want them to, to, to truly have a passion for it like I did. I just enjoyed being out on the golf course. And then once he did, he was curious. He started to ask questions. And that's when I knew I was probably doing some things right. When he started to ask me, you know, how do you grip the club or is it, am I doing it right? Then I can get more involved, but that's how it's kind of been. And it's trial and error, you know, like the crazy thing about being a parent and we've learned and we just talked, you know, we talk to our kids almost every, every night, kind of have a little family meeting, but we even tell them like, we're going to, we make a lot of mistakes. We're sometimes we just winging it as we go. We're just adapting as we go, you know? Um, and I, and I want to make sure my kids know we don't, man, we don't, we're not perfect parents and we don't have all the answers, you know, I, I, you know, and you guys are gonna ask me a bunch of questions. I probably don't have the perfect answers, but I told our kids, like, you know, our loyalty and our love for you is the, is the, is what's the most important thing. And we're going to try and show that the best, the best way that we can. So when it comes to my, when it comes to my son and him trying to be great at golf, I just want him to enjoy the game first. And then however hard he wants to work, I'll try and just be there to support him. Yeah. And Elena, when you guys are traveling on the road, I mean, I felt like this year was a really special year where all of you guys are traveling. And I know, Tony, you've had a, a great year so far. But obviously, there's good days and a lot of bad days in golf. Probably more bad days than good days. Elena, how is it for you Like when you're on the road a lot more this, this time around? And I guess the difference between being on the road and off the road, how is it 
seeing Tony go through like the bad and the good rounds. Was it difficult to kind of see and go through hard patches? And how were you there to kind of support and be the pillar in the relationship at times? Yeah, well, I think for us, I mean, the good thing about Tony is golf is golf. And then once he comes home, it's like we don't talk about golf or anything. So like for us, I just feel like as a family and as a wife, I just try to support the best I can. We don't really talk about golf. So like if you ask me, I mean, he had some rough patches, but I don't really pay attention to that stuff. I kind of just, we just continue and do what we do. So like on the road, when he comes home, if he had like a bad round, I, I don't know because, I mean, I follow, so I know, but he doesn't really show it. So it's kind of like everything's just normal and we try to keep it like that just so everything can, can just stay in perspective for all of us. Tony, did that take some effort on your part? Or have you always been able to sort of keep golf out of the rest of your life? Yeah, like I was mentioning earlier, you know, I, I was lucky to learn that early on. You know, my dad, I think, did a great job of that, uh, just teaching us that uh, you kind of are where your feet are. And for me, every time I play golf, my dad always made sure that we were on the golf course and we were very focused. There's no distractions. And he was extremely tough on us, but it taught me to be tough. But it also taught, again, you know, it taught me that, on the golf course, we're at the golf course. And then when I was home, it was very humbling because my siblings had no idea if I was any good or not very good. But it was time to take the trash. I take the trash. It was time to say family prayer or whatever the case. I was just I was just another son at home. I wasn't I was never treated special or anything like that. So I just learned at a young age that golf is golf. And then when I get to, when I get home and and I'm not on a golf course, that I'm just I'm a human. I'm a brother. I'm a son. I'm a husband. I'm a father. So I learned that at a young age. And and so I I think. It helped that that was the case because now it's easier to do that. When I have a bad day, I think the best medicine for me is just to be with my family and hang out with my kids. And they make me forget about what just happened at the golf course. And it's quite crazy. I literally can finish playing. Bad day, not in a great mood. As soon as I walk towards the door and I hear my kids yelling and screaming all this stuff, then my dad hat is on. It's just the craziest thing. And, you know, I'm able to go swim with my kids. And I pretty much lose myself in being a dad. So it's helped me in a way, you know, I, I just had the best uh, season of my career, but it kind of helped me in a way having my family there because it was like I was able to switch that off so fast because once I'm in the presence of five yelling kids or, you know, like all this chaos, it's like, oh, well, I, my, my day wasn't so bad. You know, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just dad now. So it's helped having them out. It's again, it's organized chaos, but it's worked for us this past season. Do you guys think you guys are going to keep it going the next couple of seasons? Yeah, I think yeah. we liked it this last half of the year. So I think we're going to I think we're going to give that another shot this year. No doubt. That's amazing. I mean, do you do the um, Elena, do you do the homeschooling when you guys are on the road or do you guys travel with um, tutors or nannies or stuff like that? No. So this year, because we just wanted to try it out this year, it was kind of just like me and our nanny. But, you know, that kind of turned into like, okay, field trips every day. <laughs> you know what I mean? We, homeschool. We homeschool them, guys. <laughs> but I, think, I love the quotation mark. <laughs> yeah, I think moving forward, we'll probably look into like a tutor or something. Because, yeah, it was, it, was a, it was kind of a lot. But we, we did our best. I can't even imagine having five kids that are all in different stages of learning and having to keep their lessons straight in their home. I'd be teaching the, the one the thing that other one's supposed to learn. And yeah, <laughs> let's just all learn the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> everybody get on board. ABC song. <laughs> we took them to the pool of hard knocks this past six months. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that you guys have family meetings. Have there ever been, like, ever been nights where your kids are like, family meeting now? <laughs> they kind of dread the meetings, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes, you know, when I get into deep, deep thought and deep talking, 
they're just shaking their head. It reminds me a lot, you know, the reason why I do it is because, you know, my parents did it. And <laughs> it's just kind of one of those things, you know, where, uh, you know, I think it's important to kind of sit down and see where everybody's at. But that doesn't mean that they love it. Um, it can it can get it can get irritating for them at times. But it is times I look back on even with my parents, her parents, where it's like, you know, those council meetings, I think, are important just to have those relationships with your kids. For sure, especially when you guys are moving so fast, traveling everywhere to be able to be grounded and be like, all right, here's what's going on with us. Yeah, I think it's important. Just going back to the Finau Fresh Instagram account, which is my favorite Instagram account ever. Tony, the infamous phone drop video, viral in the golf social media space. Luckily, Elena's phone is okay. But your dance moves, Tony, are like very, very impressive. Elena, I've seen a little bit of your dance moves too. You're an excellent TikTok dancer. Um, <laughs> I would love to see both. Of, I think both of you need to enter Dancing with the Stars. Ooh. It might uh, be. It might be in our future. I mean, you know, it might be in our future. I'm down with it. Maybe in a few years, you know. I think it'd be great. I don't think yeah. I've ever seen any golfers on Dancing with the Stars no. yet. They asked me to be on, but I was like, no, they. What? I can't imagine me on a stage dancing. That would be horrific. No, Michelle. Michelle, okay, we're gonna circle back. <laughs> no, it's a really, it's gonna be a really. Get back on it, Holly. You're her, you're her manager. Okay. Get back on it. Okay, all right. I'm gonna call up Kevin. No, I'm all for Tony Elena doing Dancing with the Stars. I feel like you guys have way more moves than I ever will have. Um, okay, but let's go back to that Dougie move though. It's very like circa was it 2009, 10? Yeah, when did that come out? Yeah, when when did you start doing it? And I love that you're still doing it. <laughs> That's the funny thing is, so I look at myself like as a decent dancer. I wouldn't say I'm a great dancer, but the thing I have learned is if you know a couple moves, you just stick with them. That's all there is to it. You know, it's like there's no need, there's no reason to have this arsenal of like 30 moves. You know, I got like a couple moves and I just stick with them. So. What are the other moves then? So the Dougie's one. What are your other go-tos? The cat daddy? I mean, hyphy was big when I was in high school, so. Okay, you know, okay. Face and getting height. I guess they call it going dumb. I like doing the, I like doing the jerk. The jerk. All these things are like oh, when I was like yeah, just graduating jerk, or jerk, just out of high school jerk. and like into dancing and going to dances and stuff like that. I mean, we met at a dance. I, I do love dancing, but um, yeah, I mean, those are a few of like the, the basic, you know, basic moves I'm into. And so. I'll just, if you just know like three or four basic moves, you just got to stick with them. And that's, that's kind of what I've done. Yeah. Do your kids even know what um, Teach Me How to Dougie is? I mean, they only know because I do it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Otherwise, they would literally have no idea what the Teach Me How to Dougie is. And the cool thing about TikTok is like, it brings back some of this yeah. old stuff, you know, like, yeah, Teach Me How to Dougie has, has loud, is now like, it's still in because of TikTok, right? Right. And, and jerk too. At least it's not way out of style when I do it, you know? The Dougie is timeless for the sure. The Dougie is timeless. Gets me hyped at a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, before we let the Finaus go, we got to do five questions for the Finaus presented by Five Iron Golf. Are you guys ready? Let's go. Okay. So this one's for both of you. We'll do Elena first. What's your favorite thing about Tony? I think the dad that he is. He's amazing dad and the husband that he is. He just He just gives a lot of time to us. With his busy schedule, he always makes time for us. And I think that's my favorite thing. Oh, I'm going to cry. All right, Tony, your favorite thing about Elena. Yeah, that's hard to top. I mean, there's, I think there's a lot of things I love about Elena. I think she's, she's just a sweet person. You know, she's really nice and sweet. I think anybody that's ever met her uh, always has the same thing to say about her. You know, she's such a nice, you know, sweet person. And I think that's, uh, that's huge. You know, anytime uh, I'm around her, I feel 
like I'm a better person. And I think that's, uh, that's why it's worked for us. So she's just a sweet soul. And, and I appreciate her for that. Oh, that was very sweet. So now <laughs> I got a change of tone, a little change of tone. Now, <laughs> what, what Elena first, I'll ask you again first, what does Tony do that annoys you the most? <laughs> oh, he doesn't put his socks on his laundry where they're supposed to go. Like I'll put a basket and he puts it right next to the basket. And I'm like, just put your dirty stuff in this basket. She makes I signs. Think- she makes signs for me. She'll write a sign and say, do not put your clothes here. Because I just put my clothes places. I guess they're not supposed to go, apparently. What is it with men? And like I- the amount of times I tell my boyfriend, I'm like, don't put a wet towel on the bed. And he's like, oh, sorry. Every, I mean, I'm like, I need like an electric shock collar and be like, stop it, stop it, just to, tr- to train him. That's what I need. <laughs> uh, Tony, what about you? Is there any any pet peeves that you have from Elena? She likes just making random appointments like every day. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know, you know, she just uh, will have an, an eyebrow appointment. And then three days later, she tells me she has another eyebrow appointment. And- <laughs> I'm like, how many eyebrow appointments do you need? You know, like I one mean, for each day. eyebrow. <laughs> I mean, it's like, and then her, you know, hair is one color. Next, you know, next, you know, next week, you guys are going to see it's a different color. And <laughs> apparently, you know, she's, she loves keeping up with her, with her appointments. Sometimes it can get slightly annoying because I'm like, um, <laughs> I don't think like, I think you just like do appointments just to annoy me at this point. I don't think you actually are doing them because you want to. Um, at least it seems like that sometimes, but, uh, Hey, she's beautiful to me. I tell her, I, I even try and I even hint to her. I'm like, look, honey, you're beautiful to me no matter what. I don't care if your hair is black, orange, you know, it's like, man, it looks beautiful right now. Like even your eyebrow, I mean, they're so beautiful. I'm trying to hint to her like, look, these appointments are like, these nine appointments a week are getting a little ridiculous. But <laughs> No, you know, men, they don't, they don't understand. Men don't understand. Yeah, they really yeah. don't. A lot goes in. A lot this. goes into the, yeah. <laughs> this one's for both of you. Who's the fun parent? I get the luxury of being the fun parent because I don't spend as much time with them. So she takes the brunt of that one, which it has to be tough for her, but I am lucky. Our kids love hanging out with us. That's first first and foremost. Like our kids at yeah. this age absolutely love being with both of us, which which is really, really cool for us because we know it's not gonna be like that forever. But I would say they really like hanging out. So you guys are both fun, but Tony just happens to not have to actually do a lot of the seems like like yeah. have to be the more like disciplined one because yeah. she's the, Hence the nine Elena, appointments yeah. a week. <laughs> yeah. She let her have her nine appointments, Tony. She needs to yeah. <laughs> yeah. break. You're right. You're right. Guilty. <laughs> okay. What's your go to first meal when you're back in Hawaii? Ooh. Ooh. You first. I probably, I mean, it's a long drive home. So I'll probably go to Zippy's, Malasada's, Poke. Mm. It's my lineup for when I get a home. Long drive. <laughs> and then where do you get your Poke? Kuku Superette? Yeah. So I, I mean, man, Tamara's and Foodland really stepped up their Poke, I feel like. They really have. Foodland really stepped up their Poke, especially like the new fancy ones are. What's Foodland? Is that like a grocery Supermarket, store? yeah. Oh. Yeah, I, I, I try to stay true to Coco Superette since that's where I first ate it. But man, Foodland is like right down the street from my mom's house. So we've been going there a lot. Nice. Awesome. All right. I'm going to have to get back to Hawaii soon. Yeah. I've, I've only been to Hawaii one time and it was with Michelle. And I can't have a normal, like a normal poke bowl. I used to think pokey was good. 
like just you know your poke bowl that you'd get anywhere in LA and I'm like nothing is like Hawaii poke it's just no nothing when you're used to the local food in Hawaii everything else is like secondary you know when all yeah. the food there they have some of the best like malasadas musubis yeah. or like oh. go to you know whenever I'm there and then we love I mean we're eating McDonald's breakfast every morning because they have Portuguese sausage, spam, and eggs and rice. So it's like, yeah, we just mm. McDonald's is like an absolute must when we're down there too. So food is the best in Hawaii. I heard McDonald's is gonna stop doing that breakfast. <gasps> no, that's what I heard. I could be completely wrong. I could be. I could have heard a wrong rumor, but I heard that they're gonna stop doing that breakfast now. I know. Oh, I hope not. yeah, I hope not. That's our go-to breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, oh no. <laughs> Hope not. All right. Well, I hate to end this on that. We have one last. We have one last. Oh question. wait. Oh good. I was like, okay. I was like, thank God. I don't have to end it on the unfortunate McDonald's news. Yeah. Okay. Last. Last question for you guys. What is your couple's theme song? Like, if you have one. Ooh. Is it the Lionel Richie? Yeah, probably. Would you say we're very romantic? Just meaning like we're into like love songs. We read love books together. We watch like romance movies together, rom-com or just flat out like <clears throat> romance drama. We're just like we're like hopeless romantics, you know, we're yep. just like straight <laughs> up. We're just like straight up lovebirds. So, I mean, our our go to song is uh, actually it's by Lionel Richie and it's a love song and uh, it's called You Are. Yeah. If you look yeah, really it's just like a yeah, it's just like a love song. But that's yeah, that's kind of our song. I know it sounds like not hip at all or anything, but that is that is probably the song that kind of takes us back to the beginning and one that we always listen to every now and again. Oh, that's so cute! Wow, the Finals are oh, goals, know, absolute goals, goals. absolute oh, goals. That just gave me a lot of feelings. Love it. Five Iron Golf. Name ring a bell? Well, if it doesn't. It should, because it's seriously the coolest place ever. You can golf, practice, party, any combination of those. Honestly, it's a high-tech, inclusive urban golf experience for golfers and non-golfers. Really, everybody has fun there, no matter what. 14 locations across nine cities, and they're going to have 20 by 2023. Five Iron is great for date night, just hanging out with your buddies incredible, incredible corporate happy hours. I've been to quite a few myself. So make sure you guys check out Five Iron and Golf Mostly listeners can get an exclusive discount. All you have to do is mention Golf Mostly at checkout to get 25% off your next SIM rental booking because I promise if you go once, you will definitely be going back time and time again. Well... Thank you guys so much for coming on. Like I said before, we're such big fans of you and your entire family. So by all means, keep procreating because it's just, like I said, means more content for the for the Female Fresh account. And Tony, good luck. This PGA Tour season, we'll be rooting for you and we'll hope to see you guys on the road soon. Thanks Thank so much. You. Thanks for having us Thank on, guys. Thank you, guys. All right, see you later. Yeah. Bye.